All right. Hey. Okay, I guess we could start. We're good. Mm-hmm. Doing good. We mm-hmm. ready to start this? I think so. Everybody got their movies. Yep. Got their three. Anthony, I know you got five. Yeah, I'm not going to do all five. Though. All right. I'll, I'll figure out which ones I want. Just going to do three? Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. And we are rolling in five, four, three, two. What's up, everybody? This is the Red Bad Podcast, your source for all film and TV-related news and topics. I'm your host, Ed the King, and as usual, sitting to my left is my co-host, Adrian, and of course, sitting in the control room is our technical director, Mike Cards. We're all back again. Yes, we are. It's finally back. I miss this gang. I miss all of us. I really do. But it's... What were you gonna say? That was just one thing after another. That's all it was. Yeah, it was I just know. it was shit luck after shit luck. But it's it's really nice to finally be back. But it also does suck that on the time we finally come back, we get to lose someone very special. Yes. Yes. Which is Ray Liotta. Everyone, Ray Liotta, um, famous actor. Have you ever seen Goodfellas? So many mob f- films. He's been in a lot of those too, right? He's been in a yeah. couple of mob films. Yeah. He was also, uh, I think, he was also in Blue Blood, wasn't he? Blue Blood. That was yeah. his like main show that he was in. Yeah. Uh, he was the main, uh, the voice actor for the main uh, for Vice City. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For Grand, for for Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. GTA. He hated that, right? They hated him. Oh, oh, <laughs> they was really? Opposite. Okay. Yeah, they, didn't, they didn't like him. That's okay. what it was. That's what it was. But I mean, again, you gotta think of rock star with voice actors. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's they, they have a they have a they have a rocky relationship. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's very sad. He passed away, they said either between Wednesday or Thursday in his sleep. Yep. Yeah, very sad thing. Yeah. So for this podcast, we're gonna cover over all sorts of just mob films since that was like one of the most prevalent films he's he was in yes yeah. we kind of want to just cover and just kind of reminisce on like all our favorite like mob films and just everything just in that general facility of filmography i mean his best known appearance in a movie obviously is a uh, goodfellas mm-hmm. which is ranked very high among the list of best mob movies of course of course yeah but it, also the one that lists the number one spot for most realistic. Yes. Yes. But before we get into this, I got to give a shout out to our first sponsor for the podcast. Yay. Yeah, we got a sponsor, everyone. We got a sponsor. Audible. That's right. Audible, the leading provider of audiobooks. They have over 180,000 audiobooks to choose from. Right now, I'm reading In Cold Blood by Truman Capote. It's good for Good book. Um, if you ever see the film, also a very good film with um, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Does a fantastic yes, right. job really? playing yeah. Capote too, by the way. So definitely see the film. Definitely read the book. Don't read the book. Always listen to the audio from Audio, you know, Audible. So visit www.audibletrial.com forward slash red band for a 30 day free trial. You get one credit good for any premium selection titles you like. Yours to keep forever. You get two credits of your Prime member. The Audible catalog also contains podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals. Listen all you want. No credits needed for those. So come check out www.audibletrial.com forward slash redbad. That's right. I'll say it again. <laughs> Just <laughs> in case you heard the first time. Yep. <laughs> www.audibletrial.com forward slash or sorry, backs. Yeah, that's a forward slash. That's a forward slash. R E D B A N D. Red band. Red 
band. So it's nice. It's nice to finally get the first ad out read. That wasn't wasn't too bad. Yeah. But getting back into the actual topic of the podcast, Mm -hmm. mob films. So yes, the first film we're going to cover over before we even get started, actually, we should, we should have the argument because we were talking about this before we even started recording. So Mm -hmm. what constitutes a mob movie? So, because there's films we were looking in our selection and we were arguing whether it was a mob film, whether it was a crime film, or whether it was just something else. And mm-hmm. there's a difference with, for you, Adrian, between oh, a mob and crime film. Because I think that's where a lot of people get confused on which is which. Like, how would you define the two? I mean, organized crime would be like the big one. Mm-hmm. If, it's, if it's centralized on one organized crime and... Not just being in the story itself, but being the plot of the story itself. Mm. Because it can be, it's in that whole situation we had with romantic films where it's, it's considered a romantic film, but it's, is it really? Or romantic, sorry, romantic comedies. Remember the whole situation? Oh, that yeah, one? yeah, yeah. The romantic comedies where it's just because it happened to involve love. Yeah. Does it really mm, count? Yeah, does it count as an actual romantic comedy? Yeah. And the same situation here. Is it just because there's some organized crime? <laughs> Does it require, is it a mob film? No, it has to be about. Okay, mob. so what fully encompasses a mob film for you then? Like what, if you have a checklist that's like, this film needs to pass to be called a mob film. What is your checklist? I'm about to say some really stupid shit. <laughs> Who knows? Hey, I don't know. Maybe there might be. Uh... It requires. <laughs> Hold okay. on. If it's something dumb, like if it, <laughs> it, it requires spaghetti. No, I'm not that. I'm not going to go into that racist area. Okay, like, 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 I'm not like, saying that it has to require Italians and not full on Italians and, yeah. you know, Mamma Mia and all that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. It requires organized crime. Okay. Right? okay. Organized yes. crime. I'll agree with that. Yeah. 100. Yeah, I get that. Now here's the stupid one. I think it requires a legendary actor. Okay. You're not no. necessarily wrong. No, uh, no, uh, no. I mean, I feel like it, I mean, there's a lot of organized crime movies, but how many of them do you actually remember? That's a good point. I don't think but that. No, but no. I think that means that's like, like, no, that's like saying you can't have an action film without an action star. Yeah, you can't. No, <laughs> no, there's plenty of action films without action stars. You don't need a fucking, you don't need Arnold Schwarzenegger in every single film. No, 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 you, you need to act well. God damn it. <laughs> there we go. See, you tripped me up with this. No, I, I don't think you need a high listing actor to designate it as a mob film. I don't. You don't, but unfortunately, like, we, that's like. Because for me, it's a genre. It's a genre, but you, you got to admit that a lot, of the, a lot of mob films have the same. Actors or same two actors. No, no. Let's 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 keep it real. Most of the mob films have the same two actors. It's Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and that's what you need for mob film, right there. You need one of those two, that's and then it's a mob it. film. It's a legit mob film. You have one of those two, <laughs> or yeah, Mark Scorsese film directing it. Oh, directing oh, it. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's, okay. that's that's a certified mob. Film. <laughs> what about you, Mike? What what's your checklist that designates like what? needs to encompass to make a film a mob film. Well, funny you should say that because I found an actual list on what makes a gangster movie a gangster movie. Okay. And you're not too wrong, 
there, Adrian. Yes, a lot of these gangster-esque type mob movies, organized crime, do have very famous faces mm -hmm. to go with it. You know, and so one example of this checklist is you have to have certain key elements, and one of them is you got to have a street smart protagonist. You got the John Dillinger, uh, you have the Frank Lucas from American Gangster, you got Tony Montana, Scarface, even mm -hmm. though I never liked that movie, mm -hmm. but you have like this suave, almost smooth talker mm -hmm. that's able to navigate his way through the criminal world. Okay, yeah. right. Then you also have the law enforcer. You got to have. You got to have the good guy trying to catch the bad guy. Mm -hmm. Everyone always has it. Doesn't matter who it is. It could be the FBI agent that was in uh, that was in Public Enemies. Uh, it could even be uh, Russell Crowe's character in American Gangster. But you got to have some sort of cop, some sort of good moral high ground. So what happens if they don't have a main leading actor, cop, and the main accompanying? antithesis in the film is another mob family. You this still have to have some sort of enforcer, some sort of okay. law enforcer, whether that be another rival mob, but there always has to be almost like a hierarchy. Mm -hmm. You remember like in Goodfellas, yeah. when Robert De Niro, Ray Liotta, and Joe Pesci, they try and get Joe Pesci to become a main man. Yeah. But Ray Liotta and Robert De Niro, Robert De Niro can't be one yeah. Yeah. because their, uh, their family line yeah. can't be traced back, back to Italy. Italy. Yeah. But, because they tried to play the mob, Joe Pesci gets shot and killed mm -hmm. like that. That's the hierarchy that they try to infiltrate to get up to that status of like, oh, now we can't be touched. Yeah. And of course they fucked around and they found out. Yeah. But then at the end of the movie anyways, you end up the authority coming down on them hard because now they're like, because now they're, uh, they can feel the heat on them from not only robbing the bank, but also from the drugs mm -hmm. as well. So you have some sort, even though there's not a main face to the law enforcement, there's still the law. There's still the law enforcement. Yeah, so you still have to have that law authority, mm -hmm. whether that be Elliot Ness from the untouchables, Bill Parker from gangster squad, or any of these other people that hold this sort of level mm -hmm. of enforcement. Okay. You know, there's like other one of obviously you have to have the mafia no matter what it is you got to have the mafia. you got to have the mafia there has to be organized crime and the way it's described is mafia an organized international body of criminals operating originally in Sicily and now especially in Italy and the U.S. and having complex and ruthless behavioral code hence pretty much all these mobster movies yeah you know you always have to have that you also have the inclusion of the mafia so like we were mentioning before. Technically, The Godfather is a mob movie. Yeah, it ranks as number one it as the mob movie. It's, it's basically it's, in everyone's list. It's ranked number one. Even though the element is family, it's still involving family, not only a of blood, family. but mob family. As much as we want to hit, <laughs> as much as we don't want to admit it, yeah. it's about family, but it's still mob related. All right, so let's get there, started. But yes, there are lots yeah, of, there's yeah. like seven other elements, but yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, so... We should now get started on a list of films, like our favorite list or just yes. our favorite films. I mean, that encompass mob films. Like, let's start with you, Mike. Like, what is one of your top favorite mob films? I'm going to go with The Untouchables. Untouchables. Okay. I enjoy this movie. For mm. those who've seen it, I, for some reason, certain era movie of mob movies just find a, have a very special place in my Dude, heart. Yeah, so what's your era? So I think everyone does kind of like have their era for like mob films, but you have, what's your era? I kind of like the Prohibition type era. Okay, so you're looking for that 20s, 30s era. Yes, yeah. and that's where this one takes place, where it's like supposedly the true event, not necessarily true story, but true events mm -hmm. of uh, 
going after Al Capone and the pro and his prohibition setup. Okay. You know, of his speakeasies and an illegal booze kind of set. Mm. Uh, Kevin Costner plays the new detective or pretty much like this new sheriff in town, I guess you can say, which the enforcing element, Elliot Ness, Robert De Niro playing Al Capone, and you have a various other amount of actors playing the various main out of people. Mm. But I enjoy this movie just because it has that all the elements of that checklist that I do like of that organized crime, the enforcer, the famous gangster face, which is of Al Capone. Yeah. So I, I like this. I like this movie because in the 20s, because you also have corruption as well. That's also another element. Corruption. Because mm-hmm. there's everyone can be bought. Every, that's all. You always got to have the you, you gotta always have corruption. Everyone has yeah. a price. <laughs> that, that's always <laughs> that's a, a common theme in common all these. Thing. Yeah. Everyone has a price. Okay, that's that's nice. I, I I really do like that one. What about yeah. you, Adrian? I don't think it's fair to me the one I'm about to say. Well, all right, let's falls hear. Under, like it falls into the whole like main what it makes whole. But I said it takes two people. Yeah. Okay. But casino. You're you're into casino. I, okay. No, because I, I, I casino's I, underneath that list. No, it, no, no. It, no it I is. definitely, I definitely, definitely, I definitely, definitely agree. It's just it's interesting because I didn't think you were to do something like that on the nose. Yeah. I didn't want to. I was waiting for you to like right off the bat. All right, let's get that curveball in there. No, yeah. I got a curveball. I know. No, no. I know. No, no. I'll no, do no, the curveball. We, we can do casino first because casino is actually one of mine on my list too. This, this motherfucker gonna bring out Bridge to Terabithia or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> if you think about it, <laughs> you really think about the parents. Oh, yeah, you really yeah, think about it. Dude, I'll bring in Toy Story. <laughs> Cars 3. Fuck it. No, no, no. Uh, no, Cars 2. <laughs> I, I would say that the 90s mob films yeah. mm-hmm. era, those, I grew up with those films. So yeah, that is my favorite era for mob films. So Casino, Goodfellas, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely yeah. Casino, specifically because of the craziness with Joe Pesci in that. The Joe Pesci. Get it through your fucking head. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. Out there but in the salt flats. The, I've, okay, I always have fascination with Vegas. Yeah. For one. Mm-hmm. But then how it was built. So the idea of, you know, having a movie about, about Vegas, Vegas. And, and how mm-hmm. it was run how by was them. Run. And even the, like the stories that you heard about, like, uh, if you were caught cheating, like they would make you pay. Yeah. Yeah. And have that one scene where they break the guy's hand. Yes, that's yeah. right. You left yeah. the right-handed. Yep. They bust that dude's hand. Yeah. Like things like that. Like, it's, it's like, that's what fascinating me about that movie itself. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really interesting. You know that uh, most of the dialogue between Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci was- Improvised. Improvised. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Out so there like, the salt flats. Yeah, especially. Scorsese just basically just told him when to start and then when to end. And he's like, yeah, that's good. Yeah he, yeah, he told him like what the subject was about. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, all right, here are the pinpoints of the conversation. And then you guys just do your thing. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Also, I love about this movie was that- Everyone was a piece of shit in this film. Oh yeah, absolutely. Basically, um, yes. I think, yes. See, for me, that really warrants on that checklist of what dignifies a mob film for me. There can't be any good people. No. no. Everyone has to be really shitty or morally gray. You're on this, you're pretty much involved in such a shady, yeah. a shadiness to begin with mm-hmm. that it's impossible for you to be like, oh, I'm a good mobster. Like, yeah. No, dude. It's like, no, no, no. All the no. drugs you're selling, all the people you're killing. Yeah. yeah you can't dignify that. You yeah. can't say you're a good person. Sorry, bud, but you can't let that one slide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. What about yours, Anthony? So I'm going to do a little interesting one because- it doesn't fully encompass this lifestyle of mafia and the whole, you know, Italian mobs. And that's where I want to also see how you guys feel about 
Do mob films need to be about the mafia or any type of family organized crime? Because the one I want to bring out is 2007's American Gangster with Denzel okay. Washington. That's actually my yes. Now, that one actually is a good one. Would you count that as a mob film, even yes. though it doesn't have Italian mob? Yes. yes. I think, I mean, it's not mob, but it's still a gangster. Exactly. It's, organi- it's, it's organized, organized crime. Yeah. yeah. It was organized yes. crime, yes. Yeah. Fantastic movie, by the way. If oh, no you know what? It, kind of a little bit, because if you remember, if you remember, who was the name of the guy that he worked for before he became like head man. Do you remember? In the beginning of the movie, guy gave away turkeys on Christmas, had a heart attack in like that uh, department store. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. I know what you're talking about though. But if you remembered, that guy learned everything he did because- Because, oh yeah. Because he worked with the mob. mob that's He true. worked yeah. for the mob. Mm-hmm. And, and that's then, how it kind of kickstarts it. Yeah. Yes. So in a way, it, and he, it has that mob- I guess mentality. Mm-hmm. Yes, and he's a supplier for he was a supplier for the, the mob itself. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the mob had its hand in it. So even though he's yeah. a gangster, there, yeah. The mob still yeah. has his hand in it. Yeah, yes. that's true. So it All was right. an influence. Yeah. Also, a little fun fact, I want to do like a lot of trivia for these things. Ridley Scott, director for this film, actually hired. So when they're shooting out in Vietnam, mm-hmm. he actually ended up hiring people from this local area. That were some of them the actual drug runners for Frank Lucas. No fucking yeah, <laughs> they're in the movie. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, so you see, you have extras in the background hmm. who are doing the Vietnam scenes, and those people were some of them were actually the drug runners dude, for Frank okay, Lucas. Dude, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, that's a common thing in Hollywood where they hire back like actual either gangsters yeah, or drug yeah. runners. Like, you want to be in the movie? <laughs> I can I can see that because I mean. For the people don't know, but it adds a little bit more texture to it. So yeah. that way, when you look it up, you're like, oh shit, that's like, so cool. Yeah. I mean, the big common one's like The Godfather. Yeah. yeah. They actually brought in real mobsters in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, they, I mean, there's a show right now on H, was, it's already out on HBO Max. For what? The, the Godfather one. The making of The Godfather. Oh no, that's on oh, Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. that's Amazon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. The, uh, what was it? Um, oh my God. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Uh, the Offer. Yeah. Yeah. Offer, yeah. 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 It's called The Offer. I, that's the one I wanted to see. That one's with Miles Teller. Is that, that's out, right? Yeah, I, I think that one's already out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to see that one. It looks yeah, really I wanna good. Yeah, I want to see that too. That was yeah. pretty, yeah, definitely. But yeah, I mean, like the whole idea of like you hire on the actual, actual yeah. Yeah. people who've done this stuff. That's so risky. It's <laughs> <laughs> so risky, it's so but everyone loves being in front of a camera. Come on. That is oh, true. Yeah. That is true. Depends if it's a news network. Would they? Oh no, yeah, it's a news not, but if you tell me, hey, you want to be in a movie? No, that was- yeah. So you would do something like that, right, Adrian? Oh, hell yeah, dude. Okay, now, would you do something like that if we're like, hey, let's go shoot like Captain Phillips? No. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh no. There's some places in the world that you do not go into. Yeah, we actually got the real Somali pirates to be in this. I mean, like, the ones I'd that rather, were alive. I'd rather film like in, you know, South LA, you know, that kind of thing. Like, okay, I'm cool with that. But the second say, hey, let's go film at the cartel. No, go nah. fuck yourself. No, nope, I'm out. Uh, uh, no, they killed, they've killed a scout. For uh, for what's that show called on uh, about Pablo Escobar? Oh yeah. Oh hell no. Uh, the one on Netflix. Narcos. Narcos. Yes. Yeah. They killed the filming scout. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not fucking. I'm not fucking with them. <laughs> no. You're not fucking with that one. All right. Nah. No, nah, right. we ain't doing that. What's the next one on your list? All Mike. right, my next one. You might call this a little controversial, but you know what? I think because of our discussion of The Godfather, I'm gonna say, not the first one, but the second one. The second Godfather. The second Godfather. Now, this is during a time where 
the transition of power of this empire was moving from Vito Corleone to Michael Corleone. And now Michael Corleone is trying to tighten the grip on this family syndicate mm -hmm. while also tightening the grip on the family around him okay. as well. And so you see a lot of influence, a lot of the drug and with, uh, with Vegas. If you remember that they were starting to dip their hands a little bit more into the casino business mm -hmm. now, mm -hmm. trying to be able to kind of worked their way into kind of gaining a profit from that. Yeah. And that is why you had, uh, that was why, you had, oh my God, what was the fucking brother's name? Jesus Christ. Fredo. Oh yeah. That's why he had Fredo. Mm -hmm. And then over in, Col and then he had him over in Cuba who was now moving in more into like the drugs cartel kind of is the, uh, if I remember right, the cocaine business. Okay. You know, so. And I like this one just because, once again, it's falling again on family while also trying to solidify his position in. in this crime world. And I feel like it just, it's just fucking fantastic. <laughs> I mean, it's a fantastic film. It's, and just, it's like, it's, it is that film that's like right on those, like, yeah, you know, Godfather 1, Godfather 2. I mean. There's a 3? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, this, this is a guy who killed his own brother mm -hmm. because he betrayed him. And then you have the famous kiss of death at the, at yeah, the New Year's yeah, party. Yeah. You broke my heart, Fredo. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is the movie that started like, you got to kill your brother. <laughs> like, when, you're, when you're in a crime family, you got to kill your brother. That's all there is to it. Right. Although I'm sad that it didn't gross as much money as the first one. But I get it. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola didn't even want to make a second one. Yeah, it makes sense. He was pressured into it. But still, it rated pretty damn high. All right, all right AJ. What's your, what's your next one? Shot throw the curveball? You throw the curveball. You want right. to do number two curveball? All right. Menace Society. <laughs> that one. Now, you guys gave the pass for American Gangster. Yeah. Now, does the mob films also incorporate other types of these organized crimes? So we got, you know, gangsters, like actual real American hood gangsters, you know, Crips, Bloods, do those count? Cartels. Does a cartel count as a mob film type of it film? Organized. They are technically an organized crime. Mm -hmm. As I mean, they. I mean, in all sense, the the street gangs are not as organized. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it is a central gang unit that kind of works as one. I feel yeah. like the the gang. I feel like the blood, the Crips, the gang, the street gang, doesn't quite live up to the potential of like the organized crime. Yeah. It's because it's it's. Honestly, I think I believe because of you it's know, too many different factors, small cells. That's why it makes it. That's why it makes it hard to throw cartels into that because they're people put them on a higher level, of being more organized than what they are. But there are more organized families. Yes, but the organized families are getting also all the rap for all the random independent little yeah. families. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But, oh, but the way I see this like this is, um, if I me mean, we bring it back to film itself. Mm -hmm. We grew up on what we heard as mob films or organized crime. It's all been Italian mob uh, yeah. mobsters. That's it. Mm -hmm. Only up till the eighties we got this uh, what we call hood films. Yeah, mm -hmm. and even then there was only very few select. There was a very few of them. Sure, there was a whole like a group of them that came out, mm -hmm. but yep. in reality, only a very few were actually considered good at all. Yeah. yeah, and then in reality, a lot of people will kind of mix up those day in life hood films, and then hood hood film so yeah. people throw like friday in that and that's yeah. not like mobbish hood film no that's yeah, just see? just that's just another day in 
<laughs> another day. That's another, another Friday. Yeah. Another Friday. <laughs> but Men's Society, to me, it's considered like a gangster film or well, gangster mob film because it does capture that lifestyle very accurately. Yeah. And it does lead in, you know, you do see into that world. Okay. Yeah. That's what I consider. Like in other mod films, you see that. You go into their world and you see how, how it functions. And same thing with this one. Yeah. You see how it functions and how, you know, how horrible it actually can be. Not glamorized like some, you know, a lot of uh, music does it. It's gritty. Yeah. yeah. It it's is. very gritty. Can I redact my previous Godfather comment? Uh, 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 well, which one? What you do, what you do. Because I described it all wrong. <laughs> it's because most of the time it takes place in the 20s. <laughs> That's right. It goes back to my favorite eras the of the 20s, ah, where Michael Culione, also Robert De Niro, no, sorry, uh, where we have Don Culione, who starts out as a young Robert De Niro, first coming to America, and then starting in as a working class citizen, an Italian citizen, and then meeting up with Luca Brasi, young age, and then entering in that life of crime. So almost like starting age, starting point. It's it's funny because the way you just described that synopsis also is basically synopsis for Once Upon a Time in America. Yes, <laughs> basically. <laughs> yes, it's those it's those or I lo- I don't know what it is, but that's, those origin ones. Like I said, that's literally the exact synopsis of yes. Once Upon a Time in America. When you when you're creating your carbon footprint on crime. <laughs> Something about that just hits. Same actor, it's, it's, Robert De Niro. I think it has something to do with like the innocence at first. Mm-hmm. Yes, the innocence the, of the, like the playing by the rules. And, yeah. it's, and even when you're playing by the rules, you do everything right, you still get pretty much screwed over. Yeah, yeah. And so he's like, there's another way to go about it to get the respect, the money, mm-hmm. and be able to kind of somewhat do good for the community, you know? Because it shows him as well. If you remember right, there was a local mob boss, which was just a guy walking around with a knife. Yeah. Just talking about like, you owe me money. You owe me money. And then Robert De Niro just fucking blasts him in the hallway. And then he takes over and he runs a, he runs a dress shop, if you remember. And some local landlord who was charging like five times the normal rate, uh, he calls him in there and he's like, hey, I need you to lower down the rent. He's like, go screw yourself. Who do you think you are? Comes back the next day. I'm so sorry. I didn't know who you were. And he apologized, talking about how he's going to knock like $700 off the monthly rates. And he's like, grazie. You know, it's like that. You yeah. know, it's like, yeah, you're a shitty person. <laughs> <laughs> but you get back to the community in a way. You know, you, that's, you, know, you, you gotta. That, okay. The funny thing is, that's a tactic that a lot of. Uh, a lot of mobsters. Yeah, mobsters a lot of mobsters do. That's a tactic of. So Frank Lucas did that. Mm-hmm. That's why he was well protecting his community. Yep. Chapo was very known for doing that. Yep. And so Nola, he would actually pay for pretty much anyone that lived in that city. Mm-hmm. He paid for your education. He paid for Mother's Day's gifts. Yep. Uh, Thanksgiving dinners, Christmas yep. dinners. He paid for them. Fun fact as well. Al Capone would often go down to the children's hospitals and pay random bills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he noticed that people were also getting sick off food. And he, pretty much that's the reason we have expiration dates on foods. I mean, another fun fact, uh, Japanese Yakuza were the highest funders for Japan's recovery after the earthquake and tsunami. Yeah. 
Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, look at that. <laughs> Even though you got a shady side over here, you do a little good and it's like, hey, it balances out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how you, you know. You know, that's, that's how you stay in power. That's how you stay in power. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you stay protect protected from the, uh, from the locals. Yep. Mm -hmm. They'll protect you. That's what you do. All right, Anthony, what's your uh, next one? All right, so I'm going to actually move away from films and mm. actually go over a TV show. Some a show we actually talk about a lot, Peaky Blinders. Oh, Ooh, yes. that See? is a good one. That is. Yes. Oh, if, that is a, I feel that is a, oh my God. Yeah. That is, is organized crime. That's and it shows you is. every step of the way through each season, how mm -hmm. it just builds up even further from like, oh, hey, we're going to fix a race. We're going to fix a race for one horse. Fast forward. Hey, so now we have a place in parliament. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It shows that rise yeah. to power season by season. If those of you have not seen Peaky Blinders, I suggest watch it. Such a just good show. Binge the shit out of it. For real. Like it's Cillian Murphy is just fantastic. He's just, oh my God. The whole entire it's not even about like, and I get the whole hype of of not wanting to watch a show because everyone else is, it's hey, you need to watch it, yeah, the show. Yeah. But I'm, but yes, the hype here is very real for a reason. Mm -hmm. It's such a good show. Especially when Tom Hardy comes in later on. Oh, oh my yeah. God, yeah. yeah. Dude, he's so fucking ruthless. Oh, yes. so ruthless as Alfie. Uh, he's gonna Subtitles are needed. And he's, he's oh, definitely, gonna, definitely. He's gonna remember that funny little joke. <laughs> Roy! <laughs> Just imagine... Bane with a thick ass accent. Dude, there are some thick accents. Oh yeah. I had to watch with subtitles <laughs> for a little bit. So that way I can kind of pick up the cue on like what certain words sounded like. And mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, now I understand. But yeah, that one's a fantastic show. Fantastic. So I can't wait for season six. Oh yeah. See, I need to catch up because I last left off at season three. So I need to see four and five. Ah, uh, five was okay. Five was okay. I, I didn't really dig it very much. Okay. I mean, it was cool, but whatever. Uh, all right, I guess I'm coming back full yeah, circle. Yeah, definitely. Go with you. Get your third one out, Mike. My third last. My last one, and probably my top favorite, <laughs> is, frankly enough, I wouldn't be surprised if most people haven't seen this. It's a Tom Hanks movie. That's right. Okay. It is Road, Road to, to Perdition. Perdition. I, okay. Yep. Knew it. Knew this it. is my top favorite movie. That is a fantastic movie. Starring Tom Hanks. It also stars Daniel Craig. It also stars uh, fam this one guy. Actually, you probably already know Tyler Hoechlin. Hoechlin, I can't pronounce his name. He's Superman in Lois and, and Clark. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, the all famous Paul Newman. Mm -hmm. R.I.P. Fantastic movie that's playing again during Prohibition age. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's you something just about love that it. era. All your I films, all your tops were in that era. I just love this movie, man. See that mine like scattered across. <laughs> I think what really sells me is the fact that one, it's the music because mm -hmm. Tom and Newman conducts the music for this movie. Yeah. And they described it as the music as being like a touch of like somber death. Mm. That death is always prominent. It almost kind of takes from the point of view of the son who is played by uh, Tyler Hoechlin. Hoechlin. I can't even, God, that's a confusing. Just by Superman. By Superman. Okay, so it's called Superman. And it's it's just so good how, actually based somewhat on a true event, where Tom Hanks plays an enforcer for this Irish mob, Irish, but still has a hand in prohibition, uh, illegal booze, gets betrayed by Daniel Craig and almost ends up killed because his family gets killed. Mm. 
And so him and his and his whole and his eldest son, who's Michael Sullivan Jr., play by young Superman, <laughs> basically, <laughs> play by young Superman, now have to survive this pretty much hit on him, this live hit on him from his own gang that he sought comfort in mm, yeah. through his young age and grew up in. Such a good movie. I remember watching this late at night with my dad. We stumbled upon this around like 11 at night. And we were like, what is this? And we watched it from beginning to end. Yeah, and we're like, that was like, fucking right. fantastic. That's a good movie. It's a really fantastic so film. So good. You seen that one, Adrian? No, I haven't seen that one. No. Oh, it's really good. I would give that a strong watch if you ever get a chance. Because there's there's so much goodness in it. And it's just an all-around treat to yeah, watch. It, it, it like tops like Gangster Squad and stuff like that. Yes. Okay. Definitely so, would say. That's right. mine. What about, what's your last one, Adrian? See, I covered... The mob, you know, you early, was it the 60s? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then I covered Hood, early, Hood, yeah. early 80s. Mm -hmm. So I guess same thing, 80s, but another part of the country, Scarface. Scarface. Okay. Uh, Al Pacino see, Scarface. Mike does not like Scarface. I don't like Scarface. He doesn't like Scarface. I don't. I think it's, I think it's really overrated. It's, so, okay, I'll admit, it is an overrated film, but what I like about it is it just shows a rise of power. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's what I like, you know, the whole origin story. Mm-hmm. And I have that final end where, you know, no matter what happens, there's always an end to everything. An empire always falls down. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's, <sighs> I think people watch it only for the one line. Yeah, people watch it for the one line. And then they hold You're talking about like, they're skipping the whole movie just to get to the end. 100%. And <laughs> then they way stop. Not full on this, attack assault on yes. them. <laughs> no, this is the one movie I wish would get a TV show. Because there's a... There's a huge like I would say yeah, Scarface would fit better as a TV show than I could a movie. probably see that. Yeah, yeah, because there's a huge jump between like his rise mm -hmm. and there's a montage, mm -hmm. then he's already empowered. But for some reason I just like I'm trying to picture like a Scarface TV show in my head and I just keep thinking Miami Vice. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. pretty much Miami Vice. If it's the same people that made narcos, I could probably see that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that but, would be pretty good. Listen, yeah. Yeah. I enjoy it because it's just a whole rise in power. Uh, not for everyone's fucking reason for the one scene where he blows the door open. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it just, like I said, the, I love seeing when the empire falls, when it shows that no one's so powerful that they that stay they top. Have, no, nothing. Eventually they all fall. Yeah. 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 And but, like it shows the corruption like in himself. Like he had, I don't say good intentions starting up, but his whole speech in the beginning about, you know, first you get the money, then you get the power, mm -hmm. then you get the, was it? No, first you get the money. Yeah, first you get the money, first then you get the power, then you get the pussy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Pretty much, that's what he says. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, but yeah. He, his whole intention is trying to get power and get up there in status in society, but only to be corrupted by his own, you know, by him getting addicted and just trying to think that he's on top of the world better than everyone else. Then not realizing that he needs other people to stay in power. Mm. Then then he gets himself killed by getting <laughs> shot like fifty times. <laughs> Yeah. It's riddled with bullets at the end. I but, think I just think that was a role that Al Pacino should not have gone full force into. Because I feel like once he went full force Scarface, he never went back. No. You know, you go from you go from a, a certain cold line of like, there's nothing personal. It's just business. To say hello to my little friend. And I'm like, okay. From too, that point, that, it's too much. he went into some weird part. <laughs> 
No, I think weird. that. No, I think that just unlocked the Pacino. You unlocked the Pacino. I need you to lock that back up. <laughs> it's too late. That thing's released, man. That's yeah, I think like, that just released. Pandora's box so. open, and that's it. That's why I. I just I can't. I can't deal <laughs> with the movie. That, that one. Uh, I cannot <laughs> deal with it. I, I don't think it's, yeah, you watch it for like, oh, like the rise to power and then that one line. But I think that's only for like people watch it for that one line. Yeah. And then they hold to such a high standard. Like I'm going to get a poster. I'm going to put it on all my TVs. Dude, I have no three I'm, people have a fucking poster. Yeah. I don't, like I don't, I just don't find it. I'm going to get t-shirts all of them. I'm going to get t-shirts. I'm going to show this on MTV Cribs. Yeah. And like, you don't even like the movie. I bet you watched it one time. And, and that was, was it. Okay. And then, yeah. But because everyone else liked it, it's like saying like, oh my God, like. These shoes are the greatest things ever, but only because everyone else wore it and realized like, wow, these are not wide toe shoes and I feel cramped and I'm getting bunions from this, that you realize this really wasn't the greatest product. But I bet you it's on everyone's top five mall films. Those people got no taste. Yeah, I bet you on yeah. every list you'll find, it's on there. Those are the same people whose taste buds have not changed since they were five. <laughs> those are the ones that still ask for fries and chicken tenders. No, those are the same people that have juiced on their list as a great hood oh, yeah. film. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. But Jesus. okay, but just so to end it off real quick, the one thing all these have, like these Rise to Power have in common is that supposedly they have innocent beginnings and yes. of corruptions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is very true to, you know, actual real world scenarios. Yeah. Because one, one fact that I just want to throw in here was MS-13, one of the world's biggest and dangerous gang in the world, mm -hmm. started off with five kids wanting to listen to metal in LA. That's it. The, the, uh, the actual um, guy who started said himself that he was just a kid worrying about getting Aussie tickets. Nothing else. I mean, that's, that's anyone really. I mean, no one's born being a little fucking Damien. No, but it, it's, yeah. all of this is just yeah. gross until yeah. it's out of control. Yeah. yeah, that's all it is. And it pretty much has happened to, you know, every organized crime, every gang out there. Mm -hmm. Start one little thing and just kind of blew up. Okay. All right. I'm going to get my last one out and I want to end this with a nice little argument because why not? It's fun. Oh, fuck. It's so fun. So you know what I'm going to pick. Cars too. No, definitely. Definitely. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so my pick, of course, is John Wick. It's not a fucking mob film. It's a mob film. No, I think that is a mob film because in its <laughs> original intentions, it was a mob movie. It surrounded the Russian mob, mm -hmm. all it, of it around mob. A mob society. A mob society. With a not, mob assassin. It was not originally intended to be a fucking mob film. How do you, you know, know that? that? You know that. No, it started It started out like that, and then it diverged into like, we now have a massive assassin society. No, 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 no. We're the branched right, okay. out all the way from the desert. If you want to, if you want to learn from the no, teacher, no, no. you must go out into the desert and hope that he finds you. Like, this are, originally started, I was like, no, no. hey, I wanted to date this girl, but I had to do all these jobs first, and now I'm free. <laughs> no, 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 no. This fucking movie started off as an action film. That they stuck on mob elements. I mean, the director is Chad Stalski, so he's the you know the actual choreographer in the fight for all the fight sequences for the Matrix film. Yeah. So it started off as a fucking action film, not a mob film. But but just because it didn't want to, just because it tried to intended to start off as an action film, it evolved into a mob. No, no, film. they tossed yes. in there a mob element. No, that's my argument. They toss out mob elements. No, this is this is a well planned out storyline yes. and structure. You can't just toss in the mob element. No. They had to write this storyline for a long time to be able to produce films, comics, 
audiobooks. They're talking about, you know, animations. They had to create an entire world. Fucking so it film. wasn't just shoehorned in mob stuff. No. You know that's No, it's a fucking action film. I'm six of my guns on that one. I don't know fuck. It's action. It does. It definitely is action. It's However, not a mob film. I'm not but it's still a mob film. The no, organized crime is I have the checklist right here. <laughs> I have the checklist right here. <laughs> I don't care about the damn checklist. Guns, money, and drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Who is the rival? There is a rivalry within this. Mm-hmm. All right. There is a mob element. Location. Location is often also used as well. Scenes of criminal activity might typically take place in small spaces <laughs> such as nightclubs, alleyways, or brothels. There is a police element. Yes, they're afraid of John Wick, but there is a police element. There is a okay. police element. <laughs> so they, they fucking Mortal Kombat is a, a mob film too. There's no mob mentality though. Yeah. yeah. No, there is Thanos in a, in a mob. That's not, that's not a mob. That's an <laughs> empire. It is. That's a mob. That's different. That's so in, that Mortal Kombat is a fucking mob film. That does not meet the checklist. There's no guns. There's yes, no money. There's guns. There's no drugs. There is definitely drugs. There is not drugs. <laughs> there were drugs. No, there's not. Wait, what drugs? What drugs? You- the, they were talking about the how a fucking Kano's gang runs drugs. Drugs. Are we talking about the very opening sequence when yes. they're chasing Kano? Yes. But that's not the entire compassing of the film. No, but it's not. But that's a very opening intro. And then they go into some weird fucking fantasy island. But Kano's in the mob, so it's a mob film. <laughs> that, that, okay, now you're just shoehorning whatever you can in because now you're mad. <laughs> like, <laughs> the you Toy Story 3 is mob. How about okay, that? Okay, you can't do it. Because look, at even here, the inclusion of the mafia. Yeah, <laughs> right here yep. has to be entered. Yep, our right. mafia is the main thing. The Russian mob. The backdrop of the mafia allows for explorations of power, family ties, and hierarchy. So even if your story isn't going to be specifically address the mafia, it's worth considering what themes and stories the subject brings about, and how and why these are important to the gangster movie. Mm-hmm. Mob. <laughs> <laughs> so Toy Story Three is the mob as well. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean, kind there of. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I'll count that one. I'll oh, give you that all one. All right. Yep. And Cars 2. Cars 2 is also organized crime. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. But yeah, John Wick, not a fucking mob film. I don't give a fuck. I'll fight <laughs> you guys. Nope. What Definitely you, mob. I'll for those listening, right what do you think? Put, put your comment down below, and if you agree whether or not John Wick, the first John Wick started out as a mob movie. I mean, even the second one, because it goes into the mob society. Now they have the council of all the mob leaders. You That's know, the right. It's, it evolves further into a mob film. It's not a mob film. It 100% is. Definitely is. It's a very organized crime scene. Very. A little too organized. Too, too organized. But hell, it's a a whole empire. It's a whole... It's a whole business. It's a thing. It's an entire thing. It's a society. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that's going to be a good place to cut tonight's episode. <laughs> we covered all the good mob films. We covered over gangster films, crime films. So why don't you guys leave a comment below if you're watching this on our Next Journey YouTube channel. If not, we'll be putting this up on our open form on our website at www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash redbandpodcast for our listeners to discuss episode pos- oh, whoops. Yep, to discuss episode topics and various other film related news we put out episodes every Friday for oh sorry for every Monday for audio listeners you can find the Red Band Podcast on iTunes Amazon Music Spotify and of course our website which I'll say again www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash redbandpodcast 
And as usual, before we end tonight's little show, Mike has a few end notes for you guys. Yes, as was mentioned before, all the locations and where to be able to find us. You can also be able to watch us, not live, because that's weird, but you can be able to watch us on YouTube, the live version of this podcast, mm-hmm. being able to go down below. We'll have the link down below to the Red Bang podcast where you'll be able to watch these episodes, where you'll be able to like, subscribe, share, maybe even leave a comment down below on what you believe John Wick to be. Is it a mob movie or not? Is it an action film with mob elements? We you decide, even though we know it is. <laughs> leave your leave your comment down below on what you think it is. Also, we still have a Patreon account. So for more subscribers we have to the Patreon account, the more content we can provide for you. So probably head on over there if you'd like, be able to subscribe to the different options we have with different incentives. And we hope to be able to see more of you. And of course, we still have that audiobook special in case you haven't wondered, being able to put that down, uh, to be able to get, th- what was it? Free 30 days? Yeah, it's a free 30 day free trial. Free 30 day trial. So, so if you have long on. trips and you want to hear one of your favorite books on there, head on over there and try out the free 30 day trial. If you guys want to hear it again, that'll be www.audibletrial.com forward slash red band. And right, and that's it. Actually, we have one more. Oh, 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 okay. to, oh whoa, what's up? It's just for this week alone. Oh, that's right. I can't believe I forgot. Yes. Oh, Adrian got this. We'll be at the Anime Expo in Riverside for 2020. That's right. 2022, sorry. (laughs) Riverside's first Anime Expo. Um, It's going on from June 4th to the June 5th. Um, Tickets are still on sale. Um, Come check us out. We'll be there in person filming around, asking questions. That's right. So if you ever meet a fan, you know, come by. Tell us that you pretty much said, uh, if you ever listen to the Red Band podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Please don't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> and you can check them out at their website at www.animeriverside.com. That's right. So Just check them out. And they actually have a pretty good lineup. Yeah. They got some pretty good stuff going on Saturday and Sunday. So we hope to see you there. And we hope to see you next time. All right. Perfect. You guys heard from these two. Please like and subscribe. And we'll see you next time. Later, taters. Oh, fuck, it's back. <laughs> it's always back. <laughs>